0: A warning to listeners, the subject of kidnapping is discussed during this episode. Hello, person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarai. Every now and again, when I feel like talking and there's no one around who wants to listen to me, I head down to the local hospital and read to long-term coma patients. And a couple weeks ago, while I was reading to this gentleman, he woke up. They rushed me out of the room to do all of the, hey, someone just woke up from a long-term coma stuff. But I was able to come back a few days later and have a most interesting conversation with Gordon. Enjoy. Gordon, I know you've been through so much. Thank you for having a conversation with me Thank here today. Thank
1: you for talking with me. This is wonderful. Yeah. Hey, how are you, you feeling? I feel actually really good. I'm just, I am I love the food here. It's great. And um, everyone's real nice. At, what, at first, it wasn't so nice. I had a lot of nightmares and stuff like that. But right now? All nice. It's very good. Uh,
0: you had the nightmares after you woke up? or are you are talking about while you were in your coma? Do you think you had uh, having nightmares?
1: It's just I heard um, when I, I was in surgery and I had some things happening. And so they were talking like, stat this and stat that. And oh, you know, yeah. we need that and all that. And that was very – and the voices were very nervous to me. And that made me nervous. But hearing your voice reassuring, talking about positive things, I can't even really – Remember the pod, it was not even necessarily what you were saying, it's that how you were saying it. That's, I, I just said I had to get to that. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was very, very
0: sweet. So. Well, then I'm glad I can provide that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, I've seen your face for a while when huh? I've come in and. Oh, talk to you. How
1: how long were you reading to me?
0: Well, I've only been coming and reading to you for about a month, but I I don't know how long you were
1: in the. Did they tell you how long you were in the? They they haven't. They're they're being very misty about it. I know that my parents are gone, so Mm. it's been a while. But I just I go okay. But you remember your parents? I remember them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very 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 uh, sweet, encouraging people. Always tried to like encourage me in my pursuits and what I want to do with my life, and I was like.
0: What did you want to do with your life before I the coma? I
1: wanted to recite poetry professionally, nope. just like
0: read poems. Just read poems, not write poems. You just wanted to just be recite the recite
1: the poems like a performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So you're a performer.
1: I'm trying, and and I guess it's like a performance artist, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think art should be like uh, an enlightening thing, where you learn something. Like you watch a movie, or listen to a song, or uh, read a poem, or listen to a poem. It's like somehow you're 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 heightened. You're you're uh, you're at a higher level than before. Yeah. Show
0: now, Gordon. I will say this: the first time I came back to see you, mm-hmm. there were there was a, two police detectives here, and there, they they mm-hmm. said oh, you can't talk to him yeah. right now, and they they wanted to know my name, and they're like, "Who are you?" I, I was like I'm just a volunteer. Who, uh, Officer Andrew, Andrew
1: and Officer Stewie. Yeah.
0: Oh, Officer Andrew and Officer Stewie. Very I,
1: nice, very nice people. Can you? Tell me at all what they were here talking to you about or Yeah, so uh, it's just kind of a weird thing. I was uh, I was kidnapped for like I think it was like 10 years. Was this a, a long huh? time before the coma or is this something
0: that maybe led to the coma? Yeah, this is something that led to the coma. Oh, wow. And so yeah. So you were kidnapped. Yeah. And that led to somehow you being <laughs> in a coma. Yeah. So when you woke up, this is the first time you've woken up since you were kidnapped. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, I guess I understand that you're surprised because you haven't gone through that.
0: No, I have not.
1: But I went through it, and so it's like that's what life is. So you, you go were? Through. Did you say you were kidnapped for ten years? Yeah. That you were. That's the estimate. They're they're, they're still trying to figure it out because you can't really tell. And I I'm foggy. I'm terrible with dates. I'm terrible with like memorizing. Terrible with dates. I I was a bad student.
0: So these police officers mm-hmm. were talking to you about the kidnapping. Yeah, they are trying to figure out who did it. Oh, so the kidnapper
1: was not caught? No, it disappeared. Ten years? Yeah. I don't know if it was a man, if it was a woman, if it was a couple. Uh, it could have been a family that was had me kidnapped because uh, uh, they it, they came through a speaker. I never saw them. And it was just like, so I just hear their voice. And, and it was like, uh, it was kind of cool. You never knew who was going to talk to you that day.
0: So there were different voices. And it could have been the same. Oh, maybe a Same voice person. modulator and or they something. Were, and they were,
1: like, playing, like, doing different voices. But it was, like, it was always interesting. Am I, I going to get the kid? Am I going to get the, the 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 daughter? Am I going to get the mother or the father? Very interesting. You were just in a, one room for 10 years yeah. with the speaker on the wall? Mm-hmm. And then what I would do is, like, they'd, you know, there was a bucket there and stuff like that. So I'd do whatever I needed to do with that. And then, like, I'd go to sleep. And it is nice to have a bucket. It's replaced. It was a really nice bucket too. Buckets are underrated. I feel like I—I I don't think I'm actually explaining what the bucket was. It was a gold bucket with like plush covering, and there was fur and uh, hieroglyphics on the side of it. Ooh! It what was a... like, and I—I I don't know hieroglyphics. I'm terrible with that stuff. But it was like it looked nice. You know that sideways kind of like.
0: Oh talking. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but they're like, yeah, they're they're on the they're on their side. Is that two D when they're when they're like the profile profile? That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Uh huh. That's the word.
0: Well, that does sound like sound like a nice bucket. So in this room, there's a speaker. Mm-hmm. There's a bucket. Mm-hmm. What else you got in this room? Some hay. And then- uh, Would the, it be fresh hay or was it just the same hay, hay for was, 10 years?
1: No, it was- No, no, no. That was completely replaced every time I fell asleep. And I slept- That's magical. So well in there. Oh, every little thing was magic. It was beautiful. And I slept on that thing and it was- I don't know if it was a temperature- or that there was just no distractions in the room because it was all white. Mm-hmm. Well, they say that like a blackout
0: curtains help you get better sleep because mm-hmm. they prevent the light from coming in. So it sounds like that was a, a an almost pristine uh, environment for sleep because it was probably pitch and, black.
1: And the, well, it wasn't pitch black all the time. It was just like it would like the light would dim, and then it would get bright up like almost like you know daylight, and then like moonlight and stuff like that. So it would like. The lighting system in there was amazing. It was soothing. I just felt protected. I felt like I was back in the womb, you know, protected and comfortable.
0: Because a lot of people talk about very traumatic experiences from kidnappings, but it sounds like you had a pretty decent experience, or at least you don't look back at it uh, with anger or fear or tension or trauma.
1: Well, I didn't feel that way. I just felt like, I don't know. You know, I always wanted to be this, this performance artist. And I wasn't getting that. I wasn't getting anywhere. I couldn't, no one wanted to hear me read poetry. But in this place, I, cause I, I guess I didn't also say there was speakers and cameras. Oh. So there were cameras on me all the time. And I could tell because the camera goes, it does that little uh-huh, sound. The servo little, motors? Yeah, the little servo motors. And they were like all over. And I just, they were on me all the time. It was my show.
0: Wow, so you were you felt like you were always being watched, you were always in performance mode. Like that can be there's a tension to that.
1: Exactly, right, 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 right. So that's and that's what it was like for the first like year.
0: Well, with all these cameras and the speakers and the people talking to you in the room, mm-hmm. you're alone,
1: but did you feel lonely? At the beginning, I was confused and, you know, scared, not really knowing what was happening. And then once I felt the eyes on me, it was like i was in a movie and i i don't know i belonged i felt like i was like part of something and i would say a lot of people would be pretty
0: nervous having cameras watching them and you said you were scared what do you think helped you get over that fear
1: i the adoration i was famous i was famous
0: did you get feedback from the speaker? Did they talk about
1: what they liked, what they didn't like? Maybe an an applause every now and again. There was a laugh track and there was an applause track that played. I feel I feel I feel embarrassed. That's incredible. Yeah, so like, you know, if I did something that was funny or like I did something that was really amazing, you know, there was applause, laugh track every once in a while they had the oohs and ahs. It developed as the more I was in there and uh
0: That's so, what I always like about a show. I don't you know when a show evolves and keep brings something new. Every season.
1: I got a soundtrack. There was music. Like when I woke up, there was music to like play in. And then, you know, when I had, you know, like uh, when I had to go to the bathroom, they'd like do like a commercial break. I mean, This sounds like real production value. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could. I kind of want to see the show. But I mean, like uh, I was in it. So I was at least there.
0: So the people watching the show, you imagine a family is watching this show. Yeah.
1: Because I think I did a family show. I think my show was like, it wasn't like creepy and weird. was just one guy rah, 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 watching me. That's that's creepy. Even if it's a couple, that could be rah, 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 and they're like watching me. That's creepy. But if it's a family, hey, Billy, look what's, look what's going on right now. Oh, is he staring at the wall again? Mm-hmm. Oh, is he dancing to no music? Yeah, that's what he's doing, Sally. That kind of thing. I think that could be kind of nice.
0: But how was the food in... Uh, in the hospital? You know, in the room.
1: Oh, in the room? Uh, it was gray mush. Gray mush? Oh. No, here's the thing. I've never
0: had a good gray mush.
1: If you're just getting gray mush, you get to make up however it tastes. So I made that gray mush. Sometimes it was steak. Sometimes it was chicken. Sometimes it was ice cream. Sometimes it was blueberry pancakes. So it didn't matter what they gave me. I got to make it my own. Wow. You really are an artist. That's, that's creativity
0: at a very high level. The fact that Is you it? can take gray mush, which could be considered depressing and uncomfortable, and you were able
1: to transform it in your mind ah. into something else. That's really impressive. Yeah, it's clay. I would love to f- find that recipe for the gay- gray mush. But I mean, like, I can just adjust my taste buds to what I want. If I want to appreciate something, I'm going to appreciate it.
0: To me, it sounds like you have a an open palate.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. That's amazing. An open-minded palate. That's like a superhero, though, that I can make my own taste buds to, like, make the food that I want to eat. And now, and then once I was in there, the gray mush, I don't know. It was something about... Maybe my parents didn't appreciate me as much as I thought they did. And then when I went in there, I felt appreciated. And then I was able to be delighted by the simplest of things,
0: nourishment. You never saw a single person for 10 years.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I was seen. It was like I didn't need to see anybody because someone was, you know, someone was watching me. Someone was like... Enjoying my presence, I was serving a purpose I was i don't know part of something, and it was it was I was very important, but it was also something bigger than me. I didn't really know what was happening, but I was a part of something. I mattered
0: and maybe you were entertainment. I had to have
1: been entertainment because otherwise they would have canceled me right They would have like taken me off they aired that cameras would have stopped
0: think about some of the most successful shows how many television shows run for 10 years very few shows run for 10 years mash mash
1: mash ran for a really long time right and it's just like yeah so it's like Uh, and
0: it's a celebrated show it you know people love mash
1: love mash i love mash
0: so I like to think that whoever kidnapped you loved the show so much, they were like, I got to keep the show going. The
1: only thing that stopped me was the earthquake. That's the only thing that
0: canceled my show. Earthquakes are – they destroy so many things.
1: I'm trying to be positive about it.
0: And so – You po- can't control an earthquake. It, the fact that an earthquake happened is not your fault.
1: Yeah. No. Well, is it?
0: You know, like there's a, a studio head. The people making a show don't want it to, to end. They They like making the show, but somebody at the studio makes it end. So I say – God canceled you. How about that? So, like, God is mad at me? Well, he he thought the show would run its course, maybe, and then decided to cancel that show. But maybe... I don't know. There's another show coming up.
1: And so you think God's going to put me in another show? Like someone else will get me? You're on my show right now. Oh. We're not going to talk for 10 years. Oh, okay. I didn't know how long the show...
0: It's usually about just 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's But, right. you know... What's your, what's your next project? You've already done Alone in a Room for 10 years.
1: That was God, a good one. I really like that show It was because it was so easy. You didn't have to do anything. You could just sit there and just either stare at the wall or lay down or go to sleep. And it was like really easy. So now everything is like it's going to be a skill or something. You know what? Food taster. Food taster. Yes. To kind of like so you give me the show is like you bring the food out. Yeah, you know, maybe I can put a little poetry or something of like that in there. But
0: I'm liking this show already. If you got food tasting and poetry, I, I'm I'm almost ready to buy this show.
1: <laughs> so you 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 taste the food and you go, hmm, shrimp. So small, but so big in taste. That kind of thing. I think I'd like to watch this show. I hope I can make this show. That's what I want to do. Just God's gotta come on, give me a call, God. Just my my phone's right here,
0: ready to listen. When you were just describing that TV show, you just fell into this mode that sounded like poetry. Okay. I think one of your coma skills might be creating poetry. Not just reading poetry, but creating poetry. I'm going to throw some words out to you. Sure. And I want you just to do some free association poetry. All right. Whatever comes
1: to mind. Okay. (sighs) Sorry, just loosen it up. Oh, okay. Great.
0: I didn't know if that was the performance. I didn't know if that was the poem.
1: Oh, no, no, no. That's, uh, well, you, you hadn't given me the word yet. No, I hadn't. So not. I hadn't. Uh, I get it. A... All right. I'm good. Belong. Belong to me or to you. Who is to know who we belong to? Embrace me.
0: Oh that's one is really sweet That really, I didn't even really know uh, where
1: that was going but yeah that like,
0: really warmed my heart. Well that's nice.
1: Watching you. Watching you and I see you there as you're sitting there in your place which is my place. So you and I are the same. Watching you. This is really. I, I'm, I'm this? enjoying it. Do Are you do you like this? Because this is really new. fun for me. It's very it's very new, so it's it's a little strange. Let's like, try another one. Let's right, try another ahead. one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Breath, breath in my face. It's okay. Do it again. Breathe on me, loving you. That's like someone philosopher would I, I say <laughs> like that. That was
0: really really impressive.
1: I'm glad you like that. That's good. Yeah. It didn't rhyme. I've only got that one rhyming poem, but.
0: I think rhyming's overrated. It is, isn't it? Uh, the nurse just gave me the high sign. I think they need to come in and right. uh, do some monitoring. How do you feel about that? You're still being rather closely monitored and watched and overseen. There's yeah. a lot of things hooked up to you, and there's yeah. a lot of attention being paid to you. How do you feel about that?
1: I kind of love it, because this might be you know, season two <laughs> of Gordon. I mean, they're all looking at me. They check in on me all the time. It's ridiculous.
0: It's like they can't get enough of me. (laughs) I believe that you have amazing things in front of you that don't involve being inside a room by yourself. Well, thanks, Douglas. Thank you, Gordon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Our show is completely improvised and produced by me, Douglas Sarine, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Brett Pearsons for having some fun with us as Gordon. Brett is an actor, musician, and writer based in Los Angeles. He has appeared on The Mentalist, This Is Us, and the upcoming Sterling Affairs. Along with performing in bands like Tiny Goliath and The Four Postman, Brett is currently in production on a narrative horror radio play, which he wrote and is producing and might feature me in a little role. Follow Brett on Instagram at Brett Pearsons, and you can follow his band pages at Tiny Goliath Music and at The Four Postman. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Every Breath You Take by The Police Find out more about that city in this episode's liner notes Where you can also find a link to enjoy our eclectic Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify We appreciate anything you do to amplify the anthem One super helpful way is to take a moment right now To rate and write a glowing review for our show On Apple Podcasts You can find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Gordon. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about.